Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson, and let's just get right into it as we always do. This is Monday Morning Discipleship, Monday Morning Discipleship, and uh, what we're going to do is we're going to continue the conversation that we've been having around faith. And we've been talking for the last few weeks about faith, and hopefully uh, you've been blessed by what we've been sharing, and uh, hopefully it's helping to increase your faith. And so um, where we're going to pick up on this week, we talked last week about uh, what your faith is producing. And we asked the question last week, how am I getting better? So what we want to do is going to shift a little bit today. Uh, we'll talk about what is your faith producing. I'm going to talk about keeping the faith when it doesn't go your way keeping the faith when it doesn't go your way. And we ended last week when we talked about the trials of life. We were in the book of James and we're going to pick up again in there. Uh, We were talking about the difficulties and the trials of life and how they come to make you stronger and how um, they they develop character in you when you've gone through some things, when you've been through some things, uh, develops character in you. And now one more time, I want to share this at the very beginning of this podcast. Uh, We wrote a book on faith called Going Through to Get Through activating your faith during life's most difficult times. And we encourage you uh, to pick up that book. We do believe that it will be a blessing to you. If you haven't picked up that book going through to get through, we we encourage you to visit our website. Website is www.krjpublishing.com. Again, that's www.krjpublishing.com. We'll give you that uh, website again at the end of the podcast, as we always do. Uh, So we encourage you uh, to pick up that. But let's get into this word on today. Let's get into this Monday morning discipleship. We talking about keeping the faith when it doesn't go your way. And let me say this before I get to the scripture on today. If there's anything that tests our faith, if there's anything that tests us when we become Christians, when we're saved. And, and, and let me be clear, even when you've been saved for a long time, if there's anything that tests our faith, it is the times in which things don't go our way. Not just things in general, but after we prayed and we've talked to God and we asked God for some things and it does not go our way. That is a test of your faith. Because we have to trust that God knows what's best. You know, I shared with you all on last week's podcast that that I've developed and I don't claim to be perfect, but I've developed into a place where um, if God doesn't give me what I asked for, then I'm excited because that means that he's got something better for me. Or let me say it like this. Even if he doesn't have something else for me, he blocked me from something that I might have wanted that probably was no good for me. But either way, you you learn to trust God and all of that. So we're going to talk to you today for a few minutes about keeping the faith when things don't go your way. Because again, some of the things that I hear a lot in my teaching, uh, when I share them on on the podcast, uh, people who read some of my books, uh, some of the things that I hear a lot is people who are struggling with their faith because something did not go their way. Again, when we did the book going through to get through, uh, we did a chapter on death. And you talk about things not going your way. Nobody wants to lose anybody. I don't know anybody that's that's excited when a loved one leaves here, Uh, even when they're suffering. And we know sometimes we have to let people go because that is God's way of healing. And sometimes um, it's better that God takes them away so they don't have to suffer on this side anymore. You're still not particularly happy about it. Right. And so so uh, if you talk about times where things don't go your way. That that's a time when things don't go your way, but you still got to keep your faith. And so I want to go back to the book of James. We we left off uh, in the book of James on last week. I want to read some scripture for you um, that will maybe help you when you're trying to keep the faith when things are not going your way. So let me go back to that. Let me go back to that. James chapter one. I'm going to read again from the New Living Translations, uh, New Living Translation, rather um, James chapter one. I'm going to pick up again at verse two. 
Since dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Now, uh, we read that last week. We talk about how the trials of life, it develops your character. Talks about when you've gone through some things, you get stronger. You're able to go through some other things, right? You, you kind of realize that, you know, I survived that. I can survive this. When you start going through things, you start going through stuff in life. And again, as long as you're alive on this side, you're going to go through some stuff, right? And so this Bible is telling us that as you go through things, it is a character builder. It helps you to get better, right? And so even as we're talking about that, though, we're talking about your endurance. We're talking about the trials of life. We're really talking about things not going our way. And the Bible is trying to tell us you've got to keep your faith, even though sometimes things don't go your way, even though you don't get all you asked for, even though sometimes you want things to go one way and things wind up going the other way. Don't lose your faith, even though, again, as 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 we're doing this Monday morning disciple uh, uh, discipleship thing, as we're doing this, uh, so many people who have, have come to church and they've committed themselves and they said, I'm going to serve the Lord. But then they find out they still got some trouble. You know, you still got some money issues, you still got some health issues, you know, family's still broken, relationships are still messed up. And you're saying, well, why am I serving? Why am I following this God if he can't fix all of these things? But but as we look in this Bible here, you're still going to have some trials in your life. You're still going to have some trouble, but they help to build your character. Now, let me read a little bit further. I want to look at this verse five. We're still in the book of James. Verse five, it says, if you need wisdom, Ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Then verse six says, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. I want to deal with that very quickly. When it talks about if you need wisdom, ask our generous God. Now, now in my studies, in my studies, I know a lot of times we see this. We see if you ask, if you need wisdom, ask, ask God for. It. And by the way, if you need wisdom in a general sense, you ask God and God will give it to you. Now, understand that when God gives you wisdom, he's not going to give you wisdom about everything and not wisdom about you. So, so God will blow up some of your misconceptions. Amen. And so sometimes when you ask God for wisdom, he don't just tell you about everybody else. He tell you about you too. So, so I want to be clear with that. But in the context, now this is very important. Uh, this is the Bible class moment here. Very important. We, when we read scripture, uh, it, it, it's all right every now and then you, you pull some stuff out to make a point. But we must also read scripture in context and, and read scripture in the context of where it was taken. What do I mean when I say that? You have to follow along with what James is saying here. So that means that when I read this verse that says, if you need wisdom from God, that can't be taken out of the conversation that James and, and, and us were just having here. So what I mean when I say that again, James is talking about endurance. He's talking about the trials of life. He's talking about the things that we go through. When he gets to this verse, it says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God, ask God why you're going through what you're going through. That's what James is talking about here when he says you need wisdom in the context of the verse here. He's saying, if you're not clear about why you're struggling, if you're not clear about why the trials of life have come, if you're not clear about what's happening to you, go into prayer and say, Lord, why is this happening to me? 
Why do I have to go through this? Why are you taking me through uh, this way when I wanted to go this way? Because that way seemed easier, but this way seems like a struggle. And as I just said to you, right, sometimes I ask God for things and God says no. And I've come to a place where I just trust him. I'm going to share some scripture with you at the end of this podcast today on that. I've come to a place where I just trust him. And when things don't work out, I say, okay, God, that didn't work out the way I was working towards it. So you must have something else. So I'm going to sit on here and I'm going to keep on working and I'm going to wait on you. We talked about waiting on God, serving God. I'm going to keep on waiting on you until you show me that other thing that you got right. But but let me get back to this. James says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God. We've got to learn to say, God, why am I going through this? Again, when things are not going your way, don't lose faith in God. It says, James says here, right, this New Living Translation, he says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God. Even in the midst of everything that you're going through, James says, God is still generous. He's still your benefactor. God is still willing to give to you, even in the midst of you going through. He says, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not look at this. He will not rebuke you for asking. What do you mean when you say that, Reverend Jackson? When you're going through things, it's all right for you to ask God, why am I going through this? Again, let me go back to that book, Going Through to Get Through. When I did that chapter on death, I said, it's all right for you to ask God, God, why did my loved one die? Especially when you have multiple deaths in your family. I shared a testimony in, in, in that chapter in that book about we, how we had multiple significant deaths in my family. And I asked God, why, why are we doing this? What's going on? It's all right for you to ask God. This Bible just says he will not rebuke you for asking. God is not offended by your questions. And God is not troubled by your questions because you can't ask God a question that he don't have an answer to, right? But the key here, let me share this with you. The key here is that sometimes God ain't going to give you an answer right away because sometimes you're not ready for the answer. But again, you can ask God. He's a generous God and he will not rebuke you for asking. But let me let me look at verse six here as we hurry on to a close here. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. I'm blessed by this right now, even as I'm sharing it with you all. And I hope you're blessed by it. Be sure that your faith is in God alone. How do you keep your faith when things aren't going your way? Put your faith in God and in God alone. Don't ask God questions if you don't trust God with the answer. I'm, I'm going to read a little bit further here. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people, verse seven says, such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Why is that? Let me read a little bit further. Verse eight, the, their loyalty is divided between God and the world and they are unstable in everything that they do. The Bible is telling us here, you can ask God about your trials. When things are not going your way, ask God why. But your faith must be in God. If you put your faith more in worldly things, if you put your faith more in yourself, then you all have heard me say this before, trust God more than you trust yourself. If you've got your faith in the world, if you've got your faith in worldly systems, or if you got your, your faith in your worldly self, in your flesh, Listen, you can't really expect to get anything from God. Why is that? Because your faith is not in God. Your faith is in you. Your faith is in man. Your faith is in your job. Your faith is in your finances. Your faith is in all these other things. This Bible told us that you've got to have faith in God and faith in God alone. This is how you keep your faith when things are not going your way. You look to God and say, but everything is going your way. 
Nothing has happened outside of you, God. And, and even when the devil is attacking you, by the way, my pastor likes to say that's God's devil. He made him. So you trust God, even with the things that the devil will attack you with. Right. And so so even when we look at this text here, this do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is un- unsettled as a wave of the sea. The King James verse says, double minded man is unstable in all his ways. It's saying that if your loyalty is divided between God and the world, you're not going to get an answer that makes sense to you. When, when, when the Bible tells us, ask God for wisdom, not only ask God for wisdom about what you're going through, but ask him for wisdom about how to handle what you're going through. See, 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 th- this is when we talk about going through to get through. <laughs> this is what we talk about. A lot of us go through things and God says, you're going to have to go through this. This is, this is what you're going to have to do. Again, I keep using that example of death because that's something that touches everybody, right? God says, you're going to have to go through this. You're going to have to survive this. We're going to go through it, but I'm going to go through it with you, but you're going to have to go through it. A lot of times we're asking God why we're asking God to stop it, but we're not asking God, Lord, give me the wisdom to handle it. Teach me how to handle the things that are not going my way. This thing ain't happening the way I want it to God. You don't necessarily have to turn it around for me and do what I said, God. Don't you throw a Holy Ghost temper tantrum with God. Just say, Lord, this didn't go my way. Show me how to handle it. Show me how to handle it. Let let me move on a little bit further here. It talks about their loyalty is divided between God and the world and they are unstable in everything that they do. Your faith cannot be in the world. Your faith cannot be in the government. Your faith cannot be in your things, your house, your car, again, or your finances, your children, your, your spouse. Your faith has to be in God and God alone. If you're in a messed up marriage, you got to pray to God and say, Lord, I need you to fix it. Talk to God before you talk to your spouse. And so look, look at this. It says that loyalty is divided. You can't have divided loyalty and think God is going to do anything for you. And it says that, that, that you're not going to get anything from God because God's trying to figure out who you serve it. God said, well, who are you going to serve? You're going to serve, you're going to serve the world. They're going to serve me, right? Let me share a couple more verses with you. And then we're going to get on out the way here. I, I want you to look down. Uh, if you got your Bible, look down at verse 12, John, uh, James, rather chapter one, verse 12. It says, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. That is the A clause of verse 12. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and and temptation. I don't have time to get into that temptation thing, but let me just paraphrase here. When we talk about temptation, God does not tempt you with evil. We talk about temptation, talking about uh, uh, this trying, this testing and, and the trying that God puts us through the rigors that he sometimes has to put us to, through in order to test our faith. Because if you got faith that ain't been tested, then you don't really have faith at all. Amen. Let me share something with you. Famous passage of scripture. And then we're going to be done here on today. Second Corinthians chapter 12. Paul prays a prayer to God. Bible says that he prayed three times. I want to read it. Second Corinthians chapter 12, um, starting at verse eight. Three times I begged the Lord to take it away from me. Let me move back up. I'm going to move that. Uh, um, so to keep me from being verse seven. So to keep me from being proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger for Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Paul says that there was some, something that God put on me to keep me humble. Right. So, again, I'm saying this to you. When you say, how do I keep my faith as I'm going as, as when things don't go my way? Sometimes God keeps some things in your life to keep you humble. Right. Verse eight, he says, three times I begged the Lord to take it away from me. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. 
King James Version says, my grace is sufficient, right? So now I'm, I'm continuing on here. So now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses, Paul says, so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults and hardships and persecutions and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For even when I am weak, then am I strong. So Paul is saying here, even though I'm going through some stuff right now and I prayed and I asked God to take it from me, God says, all you need is my grace because I want to leave it and I'm going to leave it right here. Sometimes God has taken us through some things in order to keep us humble. Sometimes God has taken us through some things so we can continue to pray so we can stay in contact with him. Uh, and again, if you ask God to help me understand, help me understand, God, why I'm going through this. Help help me understand why it's not going my way, God. God will give you the answers. Paul says, I, I want you to take this thing away from me. And God says, here's the answer. My grace is all you need. My grace is sufficient. You keep your faith in God by, by talking to him about the things that you're going through. And sometimes God will remove some stuff. And sometimes God says, this is going to be with you. But if you stay with me. If you put your faith in God and God alone, I'll help you to endure it. I'll help you to go through it. And so that's what you need right there. This is how you keep your faith when things aren't going your way. You continue to put your faith in God. You continue to communicate with God and he'll give you wisdom. He'll give you peace. He'll give you understanding about whatever it is that you're dealing with. And sometimes he will remove that burden. But sometimes in life, there are certain burdens that we have to carry. And as we saw with the example of Paul in 2 Corinthians, sometimes God is giving you some burdens just to keep you humble. Listen, that's all the time that we have for this uh, uh, Monday morning discipleship. We hope that you all were blessed by that. We talk about how to keep your faith when things aren't going your way. Again, endure the testing, endure the trying. Trust God. Talk to God about it. Ask God for wisdom and understanding about what you're going through. And I guarantee you that he'll bless you with an understanding. Amen. Listen, want to give you our tag as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with the ministry, uh, go to the ministry's website. Ministry's website is www.krjministries.org. Again, that's www.krjministries.org. If you'd like to purchase any of our works, that book that we've been talking about going through the get through, we wrote that book, I think about six years ago. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, going through the get through. If you want to purchase that work, um, you can go to our publishing website. Publishing website is www.krjpublishing.com. Again, that's www.krjpublishing.com. As always, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to us. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, share it with your family and friends. Um, give us a rating if you don't mind, and we would definitely appreciate that. Listen, that's all the time that we have, and we will see you all on next time. Be blessed.